Welcome to Discretion Advised, the podcast that brings you, I guess, me, John Hill, with my co-host, the gorgeous Mark McNamara, <laughs> the clash, the Kraken is released, the clash of the iconic, which I guess is pornography and pop culture. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm good. I, I was thinking before we started, uh, I like this velour tracksuit. You look like early 2000s. J-Lo, Britney, Juicy Couture, you know. I was going for Mandy Moore. Oh, yes. And I want candy. Everybody wants that candy. Um, So I don't have any bottoms on. I just have the top, but that's fine for now, right? Right. And of course, the next thing to say is it's a rare occasion where you don't have bottoms around. Mm, we did this week. We have been filming all week um, a very uh, different type of projects. And I want to I see how what your interest is in this, John. How do you feel about like masculine men and panties are you asking me like, because i talked about this on andy cohen live at sirius xm my other job i no offense to you but i have not listened to that today mm. but i will get right to it but like panties like this and if you can't see log on to discadpod.com to see what i'm talking about uh you are would hold, you wear this john you're wearing yeah you're holding up some lacy silky gartery kind of panties i have to say i mentioned specifically I'm into everything, but I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily seek out a hosiery motif. <laughs> it's not hosiery. It's just like masculine men in feminine clothing. And, you know, doing here are some of the positions from yesterday. Okay, so Mark's holding up literally stick figures bent over. It looks like cave paintings, <laughs> like anal. These <laughs> are my artistry. I, this is how I do it for every scene. I map out. Every position that we're going to do. So I know where we're Wait, going. It's still. Let me, let me see some of this. Let me see if I can analyze these uh, Egyptian. Mm -hmm. Anal, analyze Okay, these, so it looks John. like a cow at the top left. So you're doing bestiality. Okay, yep. We started with sucking a cow. Great. And then we went to rimming a cow with his feet up in the air with his little heels on. What is this position to the right? It looks, him. it looks, okay, I guess that's writing a mouth, writing a face, like sitting on face. And that looks like a reverse pile drive on the the bot it kind of is that's how we that's how the he came he just he shooted his load shooted he shot his load with his little panties on that's how i was conceived but okay my question for you and your dad still likes it that way oh. my question for you is what would you name this movie oh uh about masculine like butch harry man diego sands is in this movie which he'll be on the podcast in a little bit oh i can't wait to see Diego. he played he played in like he was in a country time girl outfit he had that farm to table pussy ready what do you what would you call this movie? okay keep talking so i'm, I'm imagining uh i probably like thongs lace but it's all men's clothing none of it is actual women's clothing it's all like sissy boy pussy boy clothing uh it's made for okay. men dress barn uh, let's see. Out of out like out of Aspen, you'd be like out of Dress Barn two, out of Dress Barn six, out of Dress Barn six. Okay, here are some of oh, the wait, titles I have one. You that, know that the team that store came in the mall from the two thousands. Petite sophisticate. I would call it masks. Wait, petite sophisticate. That's uh, a little stretch. Let me have a sip Clum, of myself. Close. Too. Okay, I'm going to tell you some of the titles that they came up with, and then I'll tell you what the actual name is. They came up with X Y. Hmm. Species. Well, I love that movie. Not for me. Uh, right? I remember that. Breed, melange, they, and generation. We didn't end up going with any of those. I wasn't too big of a fan. XY is not bad, but I wanted it to be called Femme, F-E-M-M-E. -M -M -E, but I settled on my second choice, which is Sweet Meat. That's perfect. Yeah. Like, what if the meat was sweet? Well, you know how, like, intestines is called, like, sweetbreads? You could call it sweetbread. 
Never mind. All right. Sweet bread. Get it? Oh, I love it. Okay. So that was that was my week. But something else going on. Getaway is out now. The second scene just premiered. Diego Sanz is in that as well. So go check it out on NakedSword.com and uh, take a little getaway that you can't get away from. <laughs> but that's enough about me, John. What, what, what are you doing other than not loving panties? Uh, let's see. I mean, we had a busy week. At Andy Cohen Live, I there was a whole thread that I'm going to talk about uh, on the show where I had to get a prostate exam, and I also have a crush on my doctor. Stay tuned for that. My homework on that show is to have asked him out, but it was a nightmare, and I uh, I'm still kind of processing. It was a little bit of a of, of a. Did you get hard? I've never had a prostate exam oh officially. God, girl, you're over fifty. What do you they do? One. I'm not over 50. I'm not even 40 yet. I'm very close. <laughs> but what is it? Okay, so what do they do? Can you bend over and show me on your body? Uh, I could, but I would mess. I would wreck my mic, as they say. Um, well, there's a couple <laughs> ways to do it. I mean, the Shitty traditional sound. way is to literally shove your arm up uh, up someone and kind of massage the prostate to see if there are any, you know, polyps or whatever. And so that happened to me. It was smooth. An arm? Smooth as a baby's arm. Well, you know, a hand. Your hole was smooth? Do you have a smooth hole, John? I have John? a smooth hole. Uh, it, I have a naturally gorgeous hole, but it's more of a... My, my prostate was smooth, like a, a little ball bearing. Anyway, a, a walnut. So that's the way it's, you know, it was, it was um, viscous, my <laughs> bulbous. Anyway, so it's Google's all fine. Viscous. The point is uh, I'm healthy and I have a crush on my doctor. He's very hot. Okay, listen, speaking of homework... I gave you some homework. I had us both take the BDSM quiz, and I'm going to give you a few of your results, and you're going to give me a few of mine. Okay, I just took it, and I was, whatever, just tell me okay, what so I am. this is what you got, and this is a... Wait, so this is the BDS quiz. Like, it tells you how kinky or how much you like to be, like, beaten? Right, and it, it gives you, like, what your labels might be, like, if you're... Well, let's just go through. So, um, you are okay. 78% dominant. Shocking. Because you're a massive submissive whore to me uh 75 primal hunter now on this <laughs> quiz they ask you like do you howl like an animal when you're having sex and i was like i'm into animalistic things but i was like no i don't impersonate a cow obviously i guess today's theme is bestiality because you're drawing cows but i was like i don't make wait that was my second highest rank that i like to make animal noises yeah, bitch. uh you're 70 i mean it's not a lie <laughs> Do you make animal noises? Not just like grunts, but like literally like eh, 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 like a dolphin or a chicken or yeah, like a eh, eh, like a dolphin. I I meant to like yeah. dolphinish me. Okay, no, but I mean like I, I mean I guess it would be animalistic. Whatever, shut this, up. You're ninety six percent voyeur, hmm. so you just like to watch. Things. I guess that's good. We're on a porn podcast, and then you are eighty seven percent passive pet. Excuse me. 87% passive. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't remember a question that had been pertained. I said, I don't like being kept in a cage. I, You're not. You're 87% dominant, but I made up that last oh, part because tops I collide. liked it better. Everyone's worst nightmare in a relationship. Oh, you're 40% brat tamer. That is not true. I, okay, I, I don't know, TMI, but I guess this whole podcast is about TMI. I prefer to top, but I'm only also attracted to other tops. Does that and make that's sense? That's why we like each other. Aww. That's probably why. And that's me and Diego dated for however many years. We both would identify as tops. I guess that's a weird fetish. Brat tamer, okay, I so think moving it's because on. you're a porn director. So you wrangle these brats a lot, probably, right? Wait, I'm a brat tamer? Is, how many? How much percent? percent 
Brat Tamer, you're 36%. But let's jump to the bottom. You are 0%. Your last thing on the list, which I think is probably mine, is age player, like pretending to be a baby and shit like that. Yours is last. Yeah, you're age play, boy, girl, and prey, and pet. You all have, you have 0%, John. Okay. I'm happy with this. I think it's... What is a, what is a rigger? You are 54% rigger. What is a rigger? Like you rig things up? Yeah, I think maybe like... like can you tie people up? Do I have a high... Do I have a high percentage of being a rigger? 54%. You're also 81 non-monogamous, you fucking cheat. I did say that I, I'm trying to embrace my sexuality as I get, uh, you know, into my late 70s here. But uh, I did say that's probably not for me, like 100% like heteronormative marriage. What percentage am I in non-monogamous? Mm, let me look here. Let's see. 11% daddy mommy. That's a lie. 11% degrader. You're also 11% daddy mommy. 11% degrader. <laughs> You're degraded. Wow. Hold on. Monogamous. Oh, okay. Hold on. You're 8%. So you like monogamy. I'm into that. I do. I, I'm, um, I'm into monogamy and I also am into moving on from this because I feel like this is getting a, I need to move on to other people, John. I'm sorry. I had to be monogamous with someone else. Okay. Let's get off the porn tip and get into the pop culture section of discretion advised. Let's go through some hot topics. Uh, this week, we're going to go through some new and upcoming movies and trailers and such. Let me just throw out some stuff and, and give me your hot quick takes. Uh, Spencer. Ooh, hot quick. The Princess Diana movie with what Kristen the fuck is Stewart. That? Um, I don't care. I also don't care about the musical that's on Broadway that everyone says it's awful. I think Diana is lovely and nice, and I wish her the best. I don't want to watch Kristen Stewart pretend to be chased by paparazzi and die. Mm. All right. I love that hot take. I will be seeing Diana the musical on Netflix. I hear it is literally the next Showgirls. Like, it's the funniest thing to watch, although respect for Showgirls. Um, House of Gucci, Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, blah, 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 blah. People are actually going to see it. In that, a, I think, is the, the passion, next Showgirls. But they're hating it. It's apparently really bad. That is That, to me, is going to be the next Showgirls. Her accent as an Italian individual is not Italian at all. Um, I not that I have an Italian accent, but uh, yeah, I am. My quiz said 89% Sicilian. Um, Scream. So I will watch it. Scream. Oh my have God. Have you seen the trailer for the new Scream? I love Scream so much. I think the trailer is shitty and I don't feel bad about saying that. It's a shitty trailer, but I think it's going to be so good. I am obsessed with Scream. One and three are my favorite. Don't come for me about three, but that's how I stand. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be there opening night. That's that on that. That's that on that. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> scream, my my obsession is the Matrix Resurrections, Lana Wachowski busting it out. There's been no leakage of um, Christina Ricci in this movie, which I know she was cast kind of late in the shooting. And then, you know, she's in the movie, but I haven't seen any uh, images of her from the film. Obsessed with the Matrix. Um, single on the, all the way. Single all the way. My friend Chad wrote this movie. My friend Chad Hodge. Oh my God. My and, okay. Friends, I was making Coolidge. fun of this no. in the fucking prep. I thought uh, my sheet says shingles all the way. Oh, hey. No. But I will watch it. It's going to be great. My friend I'll Chad watch it. Your friend wrote it. Okay, good. And Kathy I'm excited about it. And Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, I love Kathy. And I love Jennifer. I'm on board now. I'm ready to shingle. You have shingles. Um, I uh, We should get Kathy on this show. She's sex pause. Good. I would love to have sex with Kathy. Uh, I will be seeing Annie live. Uh, my friend Steven is the music director. And just like that, you're in New York. Mm, Do you see it just like that? I don't like Titus Burgess, so I'm not going to watch Annie for that reason alone. Damn shame. Sorry. Just like that. Um, 
Okay, I have a little bit of tea on And Just Like That. One of my friends uh, worked on the hair, and I don't want to... Positive all the way. I'm super excited about this. Uh, But Sarah Jessica Parker, man, she is fucking brilliant. She was control of absolutely everything. You know, when you're shooting everything, you do like last looks. Sarah would just snap, no, we don't need it, because she knew what the shot was going to be. She knew who wasn't going to be in the forefront. She just took control of this whole series, and I'm super excited. I'm also here that, I don't know if this is true or not, this is speculation, but that there's a storyline about Kim Cattrall in the first season of how she's no longer SJP's publicist in the show and that they had a falling out, and I'm hoping that leads to Kim coming back the second season. I mean, are you going to hold your breath for that? No, I'm not, because I don't think that that's going to happen. But I wish them well, and I'm very excited about it. However, um, however, nothing. Moving okay, on. great. Uh, How do you feel about it? You love uh, it? You're just good. Like I mean, it's interesting you say that about SJP. I think that she is, you know, when these people, when actors and actresses grow up on sets, of course they know the shots. And it's and it's a huge Speaking asset. Speaking of Annie. It's a huge asset to the production. And uh, maybe she should direct a film for Falcon, Naked Sword. Oh my God, could you imagine? In these shoes or something. I don't know. We'll do something with SJP. Heel. SJPDP. Oh my God, you're a machine. Uh, have you watched Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip on Peacock? I have not yet, but I will. I'm excited for it. I love, I'm really excited about the second season. That cast looks amazing. Um, and Kyle Richards has me blocked on Twitter, but I'll still watch it and support her because I think she's great. What did you and do? She has grown on me. I don't remember. This was many, many years ago. I think that I was a big Brandon Glanville stan, mm. and I think that maybe that came between me and Kyle. Um, but I am team Kyle now. I am not team LVP. So maybe, Kyle, if you're out there, you can unblock me and we can continue our love affair. This is why you're not supposed to uh, take Ambien and tweet, Mark. You were probably in a blackout. I never... <laughs> Probably. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. Uh, Next up, Bianca Del Rio is here. Diego Sanz is here. I'm going to put you all on the spot because you are ex-boyfriends. You and Diego, not you and Bianca. Jesus. Maybe we're all all ex-boyfriends. And we are going to be talking about disasters, the disaster artists. You guys want to hear a fucking hot mess? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to Discretion Advised. We are here joined by two disaster artists, Bianca Del Rio and Diego Sanz. How you doing, guys? Disaster artists. Well, this is a true discretion advice. I know you both very well, and you have both told me there are no topics off limits, so this is about to get disastrous real quick. I agree. I agree. I think these stories should be told. Uh, I think I have to go. <laughs> Who goes first? The best wait, friend of oh, the ex-boyfriend. Does that work the same? Which one's which? Right. Does, wait, does this work for you as well? Because I know a story about you, uh, Mark, that I don't know if we're allowed to tell. Is, is everything off limits with your story? Yes, tell it. I know no, Diego go for knows it. this go, You know what? Start it. Start it off and go for it. Start it off and fucking go about for the, it. I'm gonna bury about you, you with the Ikea bathroom? <laughs> with you at the Ikea bathroom? Do you remember that? <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, ooh! Is this lingonberry you know jam? <laughs> no, it's a Meatballs. good one. Okay, so of course this is this is I the, forgot the version about this. I know. And and Diego, were you with him at this particular location when he went to IKEA? 
It was a different oh, boyfriend. Yeah. It was a different. Oh, she's had so Messy. many. Anyway, she <laughs> tells. She told me the story, and I thought it was quite interesting. He Mark had gone to IKEA and had that moment after eating the meatballs at IKEA that he had to go to the bathroom. And that's the end of the and story. So he. No. <laughs> tell tell him what happened. Come on, tell him because I don't remember all the details. It was a remember. Saturday at the Brooklyn IKEA, so it was fucking packed, and I had the meatballs, which also had me, and. I go into the bathroom and it is just slam packed. And then I finally, I, the, the wheelchair access room, whatever it's called gets open. And there is just, it's feces, pieces. It's just gross in there. There's urine everywhere. So I'm not going to sit on that toilet no matter how bad I go. So I figure I have to actually stand on the toilet seat like this. We're getting a visual. We're getting a visual. So my pants pants have to come all the way off to do this. So my pants come off. And then I'm squatting, and the Lord is just, it, the devil's coming out of me. And just like that, <laughs> the door swings open. And the way that the door swings open, it's out because it's a wheelchair door, and there's a mirror there. So everybody in line now sees me completely naked, standing on the toilet as shit is just, the hot snakes are flowing. And. I couldn't get up to shut the door, so I just had to finish with the door open. And people were looking at me like, oh, God, we should have went to West Elm. Like, this was embarrassing. You had a a CB number, too. Oh, my God. It was definitely a CB number. They were like, who is this handicapped person? He needs help. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, Roy, it is your turn. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you tell us about that time you shit all over those sheets and you... (laughs) No. Okay, well, this is a story that Mm. it's a friend, a mutual friend of mine. We cannot... (laughs) We're not allowed to say what his name is. But uh, anyway, we're not supposed to say his name. But I... Write it down. This was... This was early on. Um, this was early on. This is I remember because I had a flip phone. So this was probably like 2006, and I was out and I had gone and done my show. Might have been at Vlada or something, whatever. But it was about three or four in the morning when my phone rings. And you know how it is when your phone actually rings. Something's up. Like that. This is not a normal call. Well, this person's like, I need your help. I said, What's going on? He said, I'd gone home with this guy. And me and, this guy, me and this guy were making out, and the guy wanted to eat my ass, and I was drunk, and blah, blah, blah. No. And he says, and it wasn't a pretty scene. So he puts the guy into the shower. So I said, so, so where's the guy right now? He's like, he's in the shower. And I said, what happened? And he goes, well, he went near my ass, and it just, like, exploded. So it's all over the sheets. What do I do? And I said, well, if he's in the shower, like, like just take the fucking sheets and run. <laughs> like, take the sheets and just run out of the house. And he says, I don't want to be known as the thief. And I said, you want to be known as the fag who shit his fucking bit? Take the fucking sheets and run. If he's in the shower and he doesn't know his face is full of shit, get out! Get out! So... That was, but then I hung up the phone and thought, why are you calling me? It's like, it's like, literally, why am I the only person to be the voice of reason in this shitty situation? And so I then put the story in my show and forgot that that person was coming to the show. And that's when that person was a little upset with me. But, you know, I can't name who it is right now. But, I mean, honestly, like, do, like, do you sit around and wait and go, I hope he's, oh, yeah, I hope he's I, listening. You know, shit. Well, I mean, it's like, oh, I shit, and then you go. But oh, how dirty was his butt? To do. Well, I'd you, call it, Bianca Del. I, 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 I would call I you too. I would call you too. No, 
Hey, you know, it was probably in a Reba Reba night. It's not it like they penetrated. He was just frozen. eating his ass. So how did so much poop come out when? I, well, I don't know what he had Listen, for lunch. You Diego. would. No, you've recorded, you filmed it, you've seen it. Why don't you, why do you talk about that next, Diego? You're in the hot seat now. Do you happen to have any story about a RuPaul's Drag Race alum and shit? Oh! Excuse me? I don't know. Something like I... chocolate milk, maybe? Jesus Christ. I heard about this. I'm talking about when you shot for your OnlyFans with milk and there was chocolate milk. Oh, you know something? <laughs> no, I don't. Tell me. <laughs> uh, I was like, this doesn't sound familiar, but you're. Mm hmm. Oh, that one. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? Shit is part of the sex, I guess. I mean, like, you're fucking a butthole. It might happen. Wait, was milk yeah. on your season, right, Roy? Yes. Yeah, yes. Milk was. And you on guys my have kept season. in touch? Uh, no, not definitely not like the way Diego was. Uh, we, um, actually, we, when we filmed Drag Race, <laughs> our rooms were next door to one another. Um, so we would chat at night, but I was never, I never partook in any of the, the, the milk madness. So I had no idea, but I had heard about your lovely film that you made, <laughs> but I couldn't subscribe or care to watch it because I thought, onlyfans.com slash Diego Sands. I can't. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Wait. We're gonna let's let's take this out of the shitter. Let's talk about drugs. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's have some like disaster stories with drugs. Roy, did you happen to have any uh, story that might involve me and Diego <laughs> with that? Uh, wait, with drugs? I don't. I don't remember. Remember wait, that is time there a story? that we that Diego motherfucking Sands gave you an edible oh, right no, before no, you no. went up on Diego stage? Says, oh, oh yes. Sands so I was, was just there driving. <laughs> No, you were driving me to that do drugs. I, you, I was, I, I was doing a show, and I listen. I'm a in pill pop and coke whore in New Orleans, but I'm a pill pop and coke whore where you know I like to stay fun and relevant, you know, in my youth. Uh, but then these two assholes were, you know, not drinking, and they insisted on having a gummy, you know, an edible. And I'm thinking, all right, so it's like a little piece of candy. Well, I didn't know you were supposed to eat the whole fucking thing. I have to. Well, like find that picture, please, of me yeah. over the trash can. Oh, the we'll put that show. up on Scott Pod. <laughs> please, I was I was hired to do this job, and my I, I I could not. I you know when you're that fucked up where you just can't move, where you feel nauseous, where you feel like, do you know what I mean? I, it was like, and I guess the mixture of drag wrapped up in it, being in a dress, hovered <laughs> over a trash can, literally for the entire show. I went out. For the last 10 minutes of the show I did on drugs that I took from Diego Sands. So I don't trust him anymore. I don't trust him at all. <laughs> I did Wait, not. We gave you it. I'll, I'll take the blame. We gave you it. And then me and him left to go get some Popeyes. We came back yeah. thinking, oh, fuck, we forgot about Roy. We forgot about Bianca. Yeah. He's going to be dead. So we come back to Bianca in full drag, hovered over a trash can trying to get it out of his system. <laughs> and so we're just like, we, we have our best friend, Matt Kugelman, who directed Hurricane Bianca. We Think of Kugi's sucking your dick now he's looking up at you while he sucks your dick now he's swallowing your load anything to make him throw up and it didn't happen no it did it did it actually i got out. hard but yeah it was weird yeah so that was that was one bad that was that was one bad drag uh drug moment yeah i don't do well with hallucinatory things in public because then i kind of lose my mind you know what i mean like I, I feel paranoid so i'm not good with that i have to be like in a safe space to be fucked up you know? 
Because I did Special K once and I shit in a I litter just box. Remember. But that's not the whole story. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Did you really I did. shit in a litter box? <laughs> did you cover it? <laughs> Are you the woman from Uber Eats or whatever it was that shit in the lobby? <laughs> oh my God. DoorDash, dude. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys some questions, whether it's a disaster or you concur with this. So tell me whether these things are a disaster to you or you concur, okay? Men in panties, okay. yay or nay? It's a nay for me. Yay. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up. Men wow. in panties. Coming for Bianca. Like, like in, wait, in lacy panties, like as a kink? Like a fetish. Like, like sex. Yeah. Oh, I, I, no, that's a no for me. Yeah, no, it's no. A no I don't care me. for that. Mm-mm. Fine. Me and Diego say yay. Lady Gaga acting. Disaster or concur? I say yes. I could take her acting over like. dancing. We're getting a, we're getting a grimace yeah. from yeah. Rose. There you go. That, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, okay. I'll jump on that boat. Madonna acting. No. Disaster. <laughs> disaster. We cannot no, not say that. No. Disaster, yeah. Yeah, that's a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Fucking one of your Although, fans. Although, she was fine. Yay! Oh, wait. Oh. That's a um, yay. Because I depends. have two fans and I fucked It depends both. on the night. <laughs> I would. Have I you would ever say, fucked someone really in drag? Be... Me? No. No. No, no, Diego. <laughs> oh, well, there was a time. <laughs> okay, so fucking fans, yay or nay? Uh, it depends. Yay yeah, from Diego. Yeah, yay. yay for... If they're cute. If they're cute, yeah. <laughs> and then John's already fucked a couple of his fans. Okay, Hocus yeah. Pocus 2. Yay. Yay. I don't care for Hocus... Yay, okay. Nope, 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 nope. Not a Hocus a ho- Pocus fan. How about Hocum Pocum, like a porn? Hocum Pocum. No. No, <laughs> no the, the thing is, I... I I hate everything everybody likes. So, like, when everybody liked Glee, I hated Glee. Hocus Pocus, I've never fucking seen it, but I don't want to see it because these fags put online a little picture going, ooh, got my orange spice latte, and I'm ready to watch Hocus Pocus. No, 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 I don't care. No, I don't need it. Orange spice latte. (laughs) Yes. You know they get their little orange spice latte, and they're like, ooh. Those gays, as soon as there's a cold snap, they have a fucking hat and a scarf on already. I just realized I'm wearing a hat and a scarf. Sweater season, cuffing season. Whenever it's cold out. Yeah, they jump. They jump the gun. All it's right, like, John, you're not getting bitch. away from this so easily. Do you have a disaster to share with us? Just any disaster story at yes. all. I want something shitty and gross. I want my jaw to drop to the floor with your disaster. I did wake up with a man in my bed. I don't know how we got there, or how he left. <laughs> Wait, is, today? Yeah, he's he's actually what? just walked out actually. Uh, no, no. This ha- I, was, no. I was living in Hell's Kitchen down the street from you. Yeah, this was back when I was like a huge mess, huger mess. And yeah, I, I woke up with the guy, and uh-huh. I remember him being like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I don't think so." And then that's all I remember. What happened the night before? You, I don't remember. Do you have no idea. This was like 2006. Did you get penetrated? I didn't go do a rape kit. Could you? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Okay, speaking of rape kits, it is game time. Yay! All right, today I'm going to host this game, and it's going to be John, Bianca, and Diego against each other. We're going to play Bop or Slop. There have been over 150 drag queens to enter the workroom of RuPaul's Drag Race, and for better or worse, many of them have released singles, albums, or music videos. 
and over on Naked Sword, the Netflix of gay porn, there are over 30,000 gay porn scenes from a large range of popular studios. So I'm going to list off a title, and you have to tell me whether it's from a porn or whether it's a, an American Drag Race single. Are you guys ready? Yes, ready. Oh, God. Okay, question right. number one. The title is Cocky, Bop or Slop. A bop is a Drag Race single, a slop is one of Diego's movies. What's the name? Cocky. Bop. Let's say you, Bianca Del Rio. I say Bop. I say Diego. Bop. Bop. John. I say Bop as well. You're all right. That is Shea Coulee's single, Cocky. Yay! Question two. Okay. Fame game. Bop or slop? John Hill. Uh, that sounds like something, I don't know, Sharon Needles would put out? Sure. Bop. Okay. Diego Sands. Bop too. Bianca Del Rio. From what Rio are you from? Bop. I, I say Bob. I say Bob. Bob. Okay, wait, who said slop? Nobody. No one. No one. Well, said then slop. you're all wrong. That is from Naked Swords Originals oh. Fame Game. Question number three Lips. Really? Just this is a story of Roy Haylock's asshole. Lips together. <laughs> Teeth apart. Diego Sands. Lips together. Bop or slop? <laughs> um. Slop. Bianca Del Rio. Slop. John Hill. Ooh, so Diego and Bianca go into the lead. That is Slop. That is a cocky boy's title. All right, Bianca and Diego are in the lead. Few more questions left. Rubber Doll. Diego Sands. Rubber oh. Doll. Uh, Pop. Bob. Bob. John Hill. Bob. Yeah. Roy Haylock, Bianca Del Rio. God, you know, it's very hard Bob. to Bob. not call you guys Louise and Roy. Bop. Okay, it is yeah, Bop. Bob. It is Miss Fame. I don't know what the score is, but moving on. Question number five, body parts. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio. Slop. You're a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Diego, body parts. Slop. Slop. John. I, I'm just going to mix it up. I'll say Bop. It is from one of your top three finalists of your season, Roy. It is Courtney Axe, Body I, Part. Oh, I don't listen to oh, her songs. Courtney laughs. We, oh. Listen, this is why we stayed friends. I don't listen to her shit. <laughs> I didn't even All read right. it. You can't read, though. Question six, Foreign Lover, Bianca Del Rio. That, uh, I mean, lover. it seems okay. This is it seems too obvious to be a slob, but then who would write what drag queen would make a song out of it? But they're that dumb. I, I, I would say, okay, I'm telling slop, you right now, that's slop. a Dor Delano song. You just came for a Dor Delano, is it? I don't listen to her <laughs> yes. music either. I don't get I, this is the whole point of it. This is why I'm friends what with who is dumb enough to think of it. <laughs> There you go. Wow, we are sorry, Dora. We're going to skip that question out of respect, and you should apologize immediately. Next question, hungry for you. Diego Sands, hungry for you. Um, God, this is hard. I feel like I will do slop. John Hill. I'll say slop, but it's like hung dash three for you. Slop. Bianca Del Rio. I'll say slop, slop, slop. Okay, it is slop. It is from Next Door Studios. Hungry for you. All right, three questions left. I like it like okay. that. Bop or slop? Diego Sands. I like it like that. Slop. John. Bop. 
of Bianca. Slop. This is another one of your friends. This is Detox, a single. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? I... Well, you know what? This should have been the disaster game. This should have been like, was it good or a disaster? Okay, game? maybe you'll know wrong. this one. Maybe you'll know this one. Two dick yeah. minimum. The story of Bianca Del Rio. Bop or slop. <laughs> that is a definite song I would listen to. So I would say, no. That's a what, two dick minimum. <sighs> I guess it's a bop. I don't know. Bop. Yeah, bop. John, two dick minimum. Two dick minimum? That's a slop, right? Diego? Well. I'm going to go with bop. It is by Darian Lake. Slop. No, it is. It's a slop from Reggie <laughs> Stallion. Two dick minimum. <laughs> Last question. <laughs> Generation XXX. Last question. Bianca Del Rio. That's a slop. It's a slop. Diego? Uh, I'm going to go with Bob. John? This, that's a slop and a half. It is a Bellamy slop. All right, Cameron, do you do, do you have the, the tabulation? Who has won? John Hill wins with seven, Bianca with five, what? and Diego with a what? shit on his dick. Thank <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll meet you both at Ikea. Make sure you catch Bianca Del Rio on the road and everyone's talking about Jamie in the UK, then going to Los Angeles, and then the unsanitized tour is going to Diego's home country of Brazil very soon. Follow Diego on. He has some new scenes coming up on Naked Sword. He has his OnlyFans. Always catch him out with milk there. Thank you guys so much for being here, and we will be right back. Okay, welcome back to Discretion Advised. I'm John Hill here with my, what do we call each other? My bitch? Hey, Mark McNamara. Please do. How are you? Are you ready for this? So we're going to count down our top three disasters from live shows. I obviously work in porn and have had live shows all over Fire Island and elsewhere. And John, um, John does shit too. <laughs> so these are our top three Okay, are we counting down three to one with one being the most embarrassing disaster? I don't want to have to do math with this. Just count. Go. Right. Uh, All right. Well, I'll just start off. I'll start off with something that happened at SiriusXM on the air live. Again, don't forget. Name drop. What'd you say? (laughs) I hate you. Um, Don't forget, I'm live in the morning. So, you know, these things are not... You're just kind of thrown to the wolves. Anyway, I I knew we were going to interview Adrian Warren... Now she's a Tony winner for Tina the Musical. I knew we were going to interview her, so I went to see... Love, love, love. Yeah, superstar. So I went to go see her in Tina the Musical on Broadway. I brought a boyfriend of mine who had never seen a Broadway show. It was an amazing performance. Um, And I was like, great, I have so much to ask her. I really did my homework for this show. She shows up. In my mind, I was like, hmm, hmm." I guess she was in Tina drag in that show, so it doesn't look familiar but whatever uh anyway it's on a commercial break our producer's like okay put your headphones on you know 30 seconds and i was like adrian i can't wait to talk to you i saw you i saw your show and you're so good she's like oh amazing great i'm like yeah i saw it this weekend i saw the saturday matinee the producer's like 10 9 8 she's putting her headphones on she's like oh i didn't do the show saturday matinee and i was like oh your understudy was anyway then we were on the air and um 
it was incredibly awkward. Um, you are a terrible for the next human hour because she is so good, and to confuse anybody with her, it was embarrassing on yes. many levels. You, you know, first Ike, now uh, John. You just fucked. She Tina just wants up. her name. Okay, what about you? <laughs> okay, I have a very similar story. Uh, we were doing a live show in Fire Island, and Raphael Alencar was one of the performers. If anybody doesn't know Raphael Alencar, he is a legendary porn star with a gigantic Brazilian dick, and he puts off this very machismo, and he's just a big, the biggest goonie goof you'll ever meet. So he gets up on stage, he pulls his uh, massive dick out, and then pees all over the front row. Like, they, didn't, they weren't worn, no one had a splash poncho Damn. on, but everyone loved it, and thank God none of his nasty-ass piss got on me, because not really my thing, but everyone else seemed to love it, so... Shamu is back. That is a Shamu ass as well, yeah. if I uh, remember correctly. Oh my God, it, it, um, okay, my disastrous moment number two. Let me give it to you. Um, it also has to do with a woman on Sirius XM. We were going to interview Alfre Woodard. She came on the show. And I'm a huge Alfre Woodard fan. I love Miss Evers Boys. I love Heart and Souls. Don't tell me you fucked over Alfre as well. Don't I mean, well, here's what happened. So she's on the air. Oh God. And... Uh, in the interview, she's delightful. She's iconic. And Andy's like, oh my gosh, Ms. Woodard, your your IMDb page reads like a CVS receipt. It's just, you've done so much. And there's not a bad movie on there. And she's like, well, there is one. And I interject, oh my God, I know what it is. Because I thought for sure it would be Annabelle Origins or whatever. Because she gets pushed out a window. Sorry, spoiler alert. And it's just the worst movie. It's, it's terrible. Sorry. It. Well, she dies. And she plays this fortune teller, like a bootleg Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Just like, oh my God, it's a doll. Whatever. So she dies. And I was like, Annabelle, right? Like, And, and then in my mind, I was like, even if it's not what she was going to say, she'll laugh that I said Annabelle. And she was like, oh, that's not what I was going to say, actually. <laughs> that's not the one. And I was like, oh, it kind of, my world crashed. And I was like, okay, well, what? what one were you going to say? And she was like, Mission to Mars. And I was like, I love Mission to Mars. Anyway, uh, so I embarrassed myself in front of Alfrey, in front of Adrian. Who's next? Okay, so we're not allowed to have Alfrey or Adrian on the program. <laughs> I, yeah. Black so, person. okay, another one. We were at an award show, me and Diego Sanz, who was just here. Um, and we are not big drinkers. Like, we will smoke a joint. We're not big drinkers. And we were at the Gavian Awards. And he had several, several drinks. So he had to go. He had to go. Like, he needed to go back up to his room. To He self-checked out and went back up to his room. He ended up winning Best Actor that year. So I was fucked up still because I was drinking and I don't ever drink. So I went up on stage and accepted it for him. But I let the crowd know, like, why he wasn't there. We'll put this clip up on the on the at Discat <laughs> Instagram. But I told everyone, I said, listen... Diego can't be here tonight. Uh, he had to go back up to his room because he has explosive diarrhea. And I know we've talked about poop a lot, but that's just what happened. And so uh, he was a little mad at me, but you guys look at the clip, decide for yourself I'm s- if I did the right thing. I think I did. If you ever throw me under the bus or throw me under the toilet like that, I'll kill you. Listen, Annabelle, I think what I did was a lot less bad. Bitch, I will push you out a window. Who'd you fuck over now? Jen- Jennifer Love Hewitt, who'd you, who'd you come I will haunt you like a demonized doll 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. This was a disaster for me. I hope it comes across. I was in a Broadway show with Hugh Jackman called The Boy From Oz. And it was, I was deep. You guys were fucking. No, I was deep in like the eighth ass. month. I hate you. The it's eighth blood. month of the show. It was deep winter. I was already. You're eight inches deep. In deep impact. You. Wolverine deep impact. <laughs> I, I already had my next gig lined up. I was like making the donuts, like, ugh, get me out of here. I was over it. And it was like mid-January, New York City. It's one of those days where it's just all ice, all rain, all snow. Everyone's like miserable and everyone's calling in sick. So I walk in and mind you, I played a very small role. I played Judy Garland's husband, Mark Heron, anyway, long story. So I walk in and the ah. stage manager's like, oh, hey, um, you're going to have to play the stage manager who has two lines. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I don't understudy that role because you're paid $15 for every role you understand. I'm like, I don't do that. You're not paying me for it. And he's like, no, equity rule says. But you're paid $15? No, like for if you, if you, there's many roles you understood, you get a little bump in pay. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I can't, I've never rehearsed it. I don't know the lines. And he's like, no, you have to. Equity rule states that if every single person who understudies it, you're next on the list. Because everyone had called out. So I was like, you do understand that if I... And the, the role was, he comes on stage and tells Liza Minnelli that her mother, Judy Garland, has died. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman is standing there and he starts... Like, it's just this really sad, somber moment. And I was like, bitch, you know that if I come on stage and I I am going to laugh, I, my, I'm i going to break character. And he's like, well, you're just, he's like, no, you're not. This is serious. It's Broadway. Snatch it together. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I got in character. They finished doing this big number. And I, and my, my vibe in those shows was I always was kind of class clown. I made people crack on stage. So I walked on stage and I'm staring at Stephanie J. Block, who played Liza Minnelli and Hugh. And I'm, I stare at them and I was like, okay, everybody, um, take 10. Uh, Liza, I need to speak to you. And as soon as I started, I was like, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, Judy, your mom. And as soon as I started to say your mom's died, Hugh like chokes back laughter, turns up stage away from the audience and starts breaking. And I was like, your mom died. And I explode in laughter and I start, and I, then I pretend like I'm crying and I was like sobbing. And then it's like, why is the stage manager crying? Her mom's the one that died. Uh, anyway, so then the audience started laughing like, and I made the entire show a joke for that night when it's really supposed to be a sad, sad um, moment. I was a disaster that one night on Broadway. I hope you guys saw. I hope you got your, your money's worth. Okay, what I want to know out of that story is what the fuck does that mean when you said making donuts? And did you have any type of sexual relationships with you? Uh, making donuts is like making this, like you're going to work, you don't want to work, you're like over it. You know, like the old Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I guess I'm older than you. Fuck off. And did you lick his donut? Uh, it's more like a bear claw. <laughs> Crumbly. Stop. Okay, speaking of bear claws, my last story is we were on another Fire Island show, and there was a woman there who has never seen gay sex before. And Bo Banks was one of the guys performing. And so I asked Bo's consent, and I said, hey, listen, can I give this woman a dildo, and sh can she penetrate you? He said, yeah, sure, let's do it. So there this is, this cute little girl named Mandy, I believe her name was. She lubed up this dildo and stuck it in his ass. And she was so cute about it. Like, oh, thank you so much for doing this. You're, you're doing so good, sweetie. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Oh, my God, it looks so great. And, you know, she got her experience in anal last night. And everything went really well. And 
That's that. That's that's what I got. You're a disaster. A 100% walking disastrous mess. You're like Godzilla with a small penis. Um, I love you, Mark. Thank you so much. And speaking of Godzilla, we will come right back. We'll open up the phone lines for our Q&A. And I believe we have the one and only Paul Cannon on the line. Let's see what he wants to know. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. This is our disaster episode, and I have to say we are doing a good job. This is a disaster of an episode, isn't it, Mark McNamara? It's fucking messy, and it's just about to get worse because we have opened the phone lines, and guess who has called in and joined us? The Paul Cannon. Hey, Paul. Hi, doll. How are you? What is up? Speaking well, of disasters. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? <laughs> Nothing. Do you have any questions? What's your question? What do you need advice on? <laughs> Well, um, I, I know that some people may or may not have dealt with, you know, bottoming issues, you know, after a long day or a long night, a long morning, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, you go and you have yourself a little bite to eat afterwards and um, something that you thought was going to be something small turned into something much, much greater. <laughs> so, like, what would you do if you shit your pants in a restaurant? <laughs> oh, I wish Diego would have been. <laughs> you shit your pants in a restaurant? <laughs> You haven't shit your pants in a restaurant? No, I haven't shit my pants since I was a child, John. Oh, I oh. definitely have. Cheesecake Factory <laughs> at the Grove. Oops. I'm they yeah, they know me by name. They uh, they know. Yes. Okay, I don't understand this. I haven't sh- I honestly hand to god, I've not shit my pants since I've been a child. No judging either of you, but maybe John, you can help Paul out here. How, what do you do when you shit your pants as a fucking adult? I know there's a lot of Do I need to do kegels? Oh, right. I should do kegels. Listen, I'm the oldest one here, so it doesn't matter how many kegels you do, like the trampoline's going to eventually just like the mesh is going to explode. <laughs> um, I think that most people's issue with pu- with public defecation in general, unless you're doing it for money, or uh, for entertainment, you know, uh, people don't like to do it. But I say, bring bring yourself a little fanny pack with some wet wipes in it. Have them on hand. If you don't have any, uh, put just put a bunch of toilet paper down on that seat and let her go. If you do poop your pants at the restaurant, the good news is you can um, jettison those panties in a trash can and then go right back out, act like nothing happened, and then blame any sort of smell on like you know the rigatoni what does jettison were you mean? there that time because that's literally exactly what i did okay did you jettisoned your like, panties i had to get rid of them i mean what else was i gonna do where'd you put them uh right into that's the right trash. in the bathroom that's right next right next to the toilet bye panties <laughs> okay so but like what was there like it was poop and cum and like what tell just everything I, that, that was yeah you know <laughs> the whole you know present well you know this is why we have our advice call in segment because i think that a lot of people have probably got a lot of great information from this question from this uh tutelage so to speak um yeah thanks for posing that question i think that you know you should maybe we should put something up we're gonna stop these calls (laughs) (laughs) i've i know i'm put a picture of paul cannon shit in the in the in the trash can on the on the <laughs> fucking Instagram. We will not. That's why they don't hire me for I'm events I'm a change anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, you need to go change is what you need to do. 
All right. Thank you so much, Paul. And thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on all the socials at DiscadPod. That's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D. And if you have any questions, please send them to us. Not about shit, though. Please, for the love of God, ask at DiscadPod.com. Make sure to subscribe and rate us five stars on Apple Apple Podcasts and watch the full episodes on DiscadPod.com. That's D-I-S-C-P-O-D.com. Until next time, please, for the love of God, don't just... Put your shit in a fucking... Stay away from Ikea. Stay away. (laughs) See you next week. Who am I talking about? I shit in Ikea. (laughs) Bye, guys. I'm going to have to go have some meatballs.